0: You're listening to the Viva la Mami podcast, a podcast about all things motherhood. I'm your host, Jessica Cuevas. I am a mother of one on a mission to redefine the meaning of motherhood as a first generation, bilingual, and bicultural Latina mami. Regardless if we feel like a failure from time to time, or if we succeeded with the little things in our motherhood journey, it is important to celebrate all of these experiences as madres. So bring your cafecito. As I invite you to be a part of this space and create raw and honest conversations about the exciting and challenging parts of being a mommy. Ahora, vamonos! Hola, hola, amiga! In this week's episode, I'm doing things a little different, and that is doing a solo episode. I feel that I haven't given you the opportunity for you to get to know me since the start of the Viva La Mami podcast. And while I do share my day-to-day life on Instagram, I should definitely share more about myself on this podcast. And that way I get to tell you who I am. That way you get to know me. And so I definitely encourage you to follow me on social media, but I would also want to give you the opportunity for you to get to know me through my podcast as well. And that way I can receive todo el amor y apoyo so that we can redefine the meaning of motherhood. And so for today's episode, we will be focused on pregnancy. And for those of you who are currently pregnant like I am, how can we make things a little easier? We know that we are all waiting for the big day, such as meeting our lovely bundle of joy, our bebe. However, in the meantime, have we focused on ourselves so that we can all embrace this beautiful journey of pregnancy? If you feel like you haven't had the ability to do that because you're running through your day-to-day lives, whether if it's working your nine to five jobs or tending for your other children or whatever other responsibilities you have in your day-to-day and you feel like you haven't focused on your pregnancy, this episode could be for you just so that you not only get to do this alone, we get to do it all together. And so I'm going to share a couple tips on how to make pregnancy a little bit easier for us so that we can fully embrace our journey during this short amount of time. Yes, it feels like forever. It is nine months. But when you really think about it, it is such a short amount of time when we are pregnant, when our babies are literally inside of us. And so how can we fully embrace this beautiful moment? This is not my first rodeo. And so some of the tips that I'm going to share are going to be in combination of what I did in my previous pregnancy and in this current one. Just so that you all know, I am currently 24 weeks pregnant and we are expecting our second boy. We are so thrilled and excited to expand our family. But I'm going to be honest, I have had much more anxiety this time around. And I think this is because of how of a rough start I had in this pregnancy. Trigger warning, I thought I was going to go through a miscarriage, but everything ended up being fine. However, that definitely affected me and it still affects me today. Like To be honest, every time when I go to the bathroom, I feel like I'm probably going to see something that I don't want to see. And so for me, it's just kind of traumatizing from the very beginning. However, I have learned to overcome that kind of anxiety utilizing different methods and ways to make my pregnancy Easier. And when I mean easy, I'm not saying that everyone's pregnancy is going to be easy, right? Some of us go through many struggles where if it's morning sickness or body aches or swelling, I mean, sometimes and many of us, we do not feel our best. And that is okay. But what I'm talking about to make things easier in your pregnancy, it's more so about being present and being aware of our constant changes to our body and how much our body is working for us to create this human being that will be on this earth. And so in order for All of us to embrace our pregnancy and to help relieve either the nerves or the anxiety or the physical sort of like pains that we all get. I think it's important for all of us to work on a couple of things, including myself, so that we can all enjoy this short journey. And so I am going to share a couple tips that I have for you on how to make your pregnancy a bit easier. So numero uno, prioritize on yourself, all right? It is so important to really prioritize on yourself and this can be in different ways, but for me, self-care is definitely something that is very important. And as Latinas, we tend to only focus on others. We tend to put ourselves last. That is just the culture and, you know, sort of the, the things that we grew up with, especially as mujeres. However, pregnancy is definitely a time of your life where you really need to focus on yourself and even treat yourself Mi mamá siempre me dice, cuídate. All right, take those words that either your mom, your grandma, your tía, your amiga, your sister, whoever it is, when someone says cuídate, you can interpret it as do some self-care. This can be anything in which you define self-care. For me, it's buying those maternity yoga pants that I've been eyeballing, that have been saved in my cart, And even though my mind tells me, well, this is temporary, you're not really going to need yoga pants. However, my body is changing, first of all, nothing fits me. And so you know what, I'm just going to buy those pair of yoga maternity pants because I just want to treat myself. Same thing with getting my nails done. My sister has actually been doing my nails, but I've also gone to the nail salon and I have gotten a pedicure as well. And that is my opportunity to literally be by myself and no one else. So that way I can just enjoy it. Enjoy that one hour time by myself. I haven't done this yet, but I'm definitely thinking about getting a prenatal massage. And for those of you who have been interested, definitely do it. This is another form of self-care. However, self-care can be defined differently, verdad? So, it could also be getting some more sleep. If you have the ability to take naps, do it. We always hear this and read about how like pregnant women should prioritize on their sleep, and I believe there is a reason why. Our bodies are constantly changing, are constantly moving, are constantly working. For the creation of this life that we're bearing. And so we definitely need to focus on getting ourselves more sleep. For me, because I cannot take naps, since I currently work a nine to five job, what I do is that I actually sleep for an extra hour. This could be either sleeping a little early or sleeping a little late. And even though sometimes I do go through the morning struggles of like doing things like in a hurry, whether if it's getting breakfast done or having D ready for the the start of the day. I'm very lucky that my husband, Alex, works from home and I also work from home where we can tag team and it has been working so far. I, I've been pretty unapologetic in waking up by the time when D wakes up because oftentimes, you know, everyone says like, oh, you should wake up a little early before your kids wake up because that way you can feel a little refreshed and without being in a hurry. And for me, I've been able to manage that because again, I just want to sleep an extra hour. That is my only opportunity to do that. I am mostly a night owl, but I kind of recoup from that extra hour of sleep that I have in the mornings and I'm fine. Again, I'm sleeping a little more, which is great. And so I really encourage you of whatever self-care means, whether if it's the first items that I mentioned, if it's getting some more sleep, then do it. Also moving your body. And again, in terms of prioritizing on yourself, it is important that we move our bodies. And this can be as little as taking a 10 to 30 minute walk outside. For me right now, it is very difficult because we are in the middle of winter in the Chicago area. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the Chicago area, I mean, there's a reason why it's called Tiberia. Sometimes it's just cold. It it gets very cold and the sun hasn't been out as much. And so you can move your body in different ways, whether if it's outside when it's nice or inside on the treadmill if you have one, but you can also do home prenatal workouts. This can be anywhere from going on YouTube and searching up prenatal yoga. And some of these videos offer prenatal yoga based off of like your trimester. And that way it can accommodate you based where you're at in your pregnancy. For me, I have been attending Mostly on a weekly basis. It just depends on appointments or on other th- things that I have to get done. But I have been attending prenatal yoga and that has been so helpful. During the pandemic in my first pregnancy with D, I obviously couldn't go into class. They were all closed. But this time around, they are open. And for me, that has been awesome because I am actually being corrected in person with an instructor who focuses solely on prenatal yoga. Whereas during the middle of the pandemic, I was using some like YouTube videos. I also subscribed to, it's called Downward Dog, I believe, but I'll share that in the show notes, that they have like prenatal yoga specific courses so that you can be a part of it. Regardless of what your level of spending is, I really encourage you to move your body. And again, it doesn't have to be a full-on workout. It could be a walk. It could be stretches. It can be standing. It can be yoga, whatever it is, but definitely move your body. And that way you feel a little bit more refreshed. Also, don't forget to ask for help in order to focus on you. So this is part of you prioritizing on yourself. Okay. So if you are living with your partner, ask your partner to take on certain tasks that may take much of your time. This could be laundry. This could be washing dishes. Like these are the very simplest things. And I know as Latinas, we tend to like want to do everything and do it all at home. Pero también if we really want to prioritize on ourselves, we also need to prioritize on making sure that we meet whatever we wanna prioritize. And we only have 24 hours of the day, right? That is it. And for some of us who work nine to five, we only have like eight hours of the day. And so what are we gonna do during that precious time? If the dishes need to get done and you are balancing between getting the dishes done and going to a prenatal yoga class, for example, what should you do? I've learned to let things go, but I'm really lucky. And I shouldn't say that, right? I shouldn't say that I'm lucky because that is also my husband's duties and job to do the dishes. But When it comes to having an open relationship, a relationship where I feel safe, my husband can take over certain tasks and that is the little things so that those tasks can be taken away off of my schedule and away from my time so that I can literally focus on myself. Also, reach out to your mama, tu hermana, amiga, whoever it is in your circle, in your support system. Ask them if they can babysit if you are already a mom of older children. And that way you can focus either on yourself, do something, go somewhere if you'd like. If you have a partner, this is also your opportunity to set dates, to go out and enjoy yourselves. Because when you're adding this additional child or children, for those of you who are having multiples, It is going to be difficult to balance and find the time to be with your partner or with yourself. And so don't forget that we all have a support system, regardless of what it is. It doesn't have to be family. It doesn't have to be friends. It can be our neighbors that we trust. Any adult that we have a trusting relationship with and who is able to help us with our children if we already have children here or if it's our pets even for those of us who are pet parents know that there is a support system for you and that way you can just go somewhere this could be a date this could be a mini vacation a little getaway whatever it is and also this is something that I really want to stress get your house cleaned by someone else if you are able to Now, this is a very privileged thing to say, I know, but as someone who has worked for the past 10 plus years since I graduated college, I've had a steady income and ever since I got married and now that I have children, well, my first child, but soon to be having children, I know that I'm not going to have a lot of time in my day to literally clean the house. And I have come into terms with myself that if I'm not able to, I'm gonna ask for help. And I do have the resources to do that. I think for me, I'm at a better place and I feel like I'm happier when I see a clean home. But oftentimes when I have such a busy schedule, I just can't do it all. My even my husband Alex, he cannot do it all either. He has other priorities for himself as well. But then again, how do we manage having a clean home even though we try to pick up things every day, right? Whether if it's washing dishes or cleaning the bathroom or you know, picking up toys. Sometimes it does make it very difficult to take a good chunk of time to clean a house. And so what we've done is utilize a cleaning service. And I know that it can be kind of controversial because as Latinas, we grew up seeing our mothers that way, just cleaning the house. And it was always sparkling clean. I honestly don't know how my mom did it because she had a nine to five job as well. But also when I think about priorities, right? I've never seen her Go to the gym. I've never seen her go out with friends. I've never seen her even play with us. And so, again, depending on what your priorities are, and if you want a clean house, if you want your environment to be neat or whatever it is, so that you can have this kind of positive attitude, then we should kind of reconsider and think okay if i'm i don't have enough time to do the things that i want to do because i have to focus on cleaning the house then i would encourage you to just get help and and you have my full permission because oftentimes we don't talk about these things again because of the shame you know que me, que van a pensar de mí? van a pensar que soy una mujer sucia van a pensar que soy una mujer floja whatever that negative talk know that you have my full approval So do it, and someone doesn't have to clean the house every day or every week. It could be monthly, and even with that, it'll make you feel good. So this is all part of how you can prioritize on yourself, and that way your pregnancy can be a little easier. Okay, so número dos, practice breathing. Practicing breathing will become easy once you're ready for the big day. And this is something that my doula taught me when I was having D and this is something I've heard a lot especially through like different podcasts that are based off of like birth positive type podcast and so according to Rebecca Decker who is the founder of Evidence Based Birth and I will share her information in the show notes, she mentions that using breathing techniques and focusing your attention on your breath may actually activate mental processes in your brain that'll make labor sensations seem less unpleasant. And so what that essentially means, you are training your brain as you're breathing to have less pain. And many of us freak out about labor because we get these teachings about labor that it is so painful and unbearable. But if we train our bodies to like breathe and concentrate and essentially trust the process through breathing, it will make labor a little bit more spiritual even. The way that we train our brain through breathing is through a variety of different techniques. And so the way that I do it is that I put one hand on my chest and the other hand on my belly. And and so when you inhale, you expand your, your belly outward. And when you exhale, you actually relax your body downward or inward. And so it's almost like that opposite effect, I guess. So like when you breathe in, you're letting your belly out when you breathe out, you're letting your belly in. And that is actually the way that we all should be breathing. But for some reason, we were taught the other way around. We were taught to like breathe in and tuck our bellies in. That is actually not the right way to breathe. And y'all can find this online. I am not making this up. And so when you inhale, you breathe through your nose. And when you exhale, you breathe through your mouth with pursed lips, like It's almost like whistling. When you do this, again, you're not only training your brain through breathing to make labor a little less intense, but you're also becoming more present in your pregnancy. You are becoming more zen. (laughs) You are becoming more relaxed. And so if you give yourself at least 10 minutes of your day doing this, And this can be in different ways. It could either be through meditations or even through yoga, right? This will all help focus on your breathing. We are always on the constant go, 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 go. And trust me, I know what it is because I'm managing this platform, the Viva La Mami podcast. And I'm also managing my job, my regular nine to five that has nothing to do with what I'm doing right now. I also work part-time as a college counselor because that was something that I used to do previously to my nine-to-five right now as a recruiter for a grocery store, which is so random, but I needed the flexibility and just time away from education, I guess, while I'm here in the season of motherhood as a new mom. But anyway, I am always on the constant go, 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 and sometimes we forget to breathe, We forget to just take a couple breaths, pause a little bit, and really concentrate in the air that we breathe. And sometimes when we breathe and when we exhale, it's almost like we're letting everything out, whether if it's stress, negative thoughts, just like the the hustle that we all go through, whether if it's our jobs, working at home, as stay-at-home moms, you know, it, it is, it's so much load that we all carry. And again, if we allow ourselves 10 minutes of the day to just breathe and do these exercises, this is going to help us, not just as pregnant women, but as we're also preparing for childbirth and even after. Sometimes when D, he's currently in his toddler stage and there are definitely moments when he has his tantrums and that is normal. That's part of his development, but there are definitely times when I'm just like, I I can't even breathe. After we're done with his little moment, I'm like, I just need to breathe. And I go to the bathroom or I go back to my desk whenever I'm doing my job and I'm just like breathing. And again, this reminds us to be a little bit more focused, but also it'll prepare us for labor, especially for those of us who are currently pregnant. All right, so that is number two. Number three, give yourself affirmations. And this is a little weird, I know some people don't do affirmations for some reason and and that is fine, but it is very important to speak positively about yourself. And so first of all, what are affirmations? They are short phrases that you can repeat to yourself to change the way that you think and feel about yourself. And so when do people usually do affirmations? This all varies, to be honest, but a lot of people actually do affirmations when they're doing breathing exercises, okay? So this is kind of like a a dual moment that you can do at the same time. While you're breathing, you can do affirmations. A lot of people do affirmations when they're doing yoga or meditations, some people do it while they're brushing their teeth for me i take them while i'm in the shower because not only is it my lonely time i'm showering on my own but it's also kind of reminds me that well hey i have a belly here and so this is an opportunity where i touch my belly you know i rub on my belly i talk to baby And while I'm doing this, I'm also doing these self-affirmations to myself. It doesn't matter what time of day you do them. A lot of people do them in the morning because that kind of gets them started through the day. For me, I usually shower before I go to bed. And so that's usually when I do the affirmations as well. But if you kind of recite these phrases to yourself, almost on a daily basis. You don't have to stick to a specific rule or whatever. Pero if you just keep telling yourself these things, you are actually manifesting them to yourself. Where then you do believe that you can do whatever you are telling yourself in terms of an affirmation. Affirmations are positive. They're not negative. As Latinas and as women, we often... Talk very negatively about ourselves, but affirmations do the opposite. They're actually just motivators. They are positive words in which we can trust our ability to do the things that we say. Again, we're manifesting. And so some examples that I've used are I trust that my body will do what it needs for my baby. And this was something that I had to constantly recite especially after going through the first trimester and kind of like the scare that I had thinking that I was going to lose my baby. The second affirmation I use is I appreciate all the hard work my body is doing to create life. For me, after having D, I had learned to appreciate my body a lot more And so now with the second pregnancy, I am actually not only remembering the things that happened in my first pregnancy and how drastic my body changed, but I am appreciating it even more because I know that it is working so hard to create this other life, this second life that I'm growing inside my body. No one else is, right? And for me, it's so wild to think that. But in a way, it's so beautiful as well, because I am creating an individual, one person who will be a part of this wild world, but that I trust that my body will have the capability of doing that. The third affirmation is my baby and I are a team. And so I know that I'm not only doing this alone I know that my baby is a part of this process. And I often default to what my baby wants as well, right? And as we are heading into the final weeks of our pregnancy, we need to trust that our babies are ready when they would want to come into this world. And we just both need to work together, especially once we're in that in, in that childbirth process. We both have to work together, so that way not only am I listening to my baby, but my baby's listening to me and my body and its capacity and birthing the baby in this world. And the final affirmation I usually give myself is, I am not alone in this journey. And when I talk about this is, I'm not the only one who's pregnant right now nor am I the only one who has ever been pregnant. I am a product of my ancestors, and I know that my ancestors were able to give birth to their children. Like my great-grandma, she gave birth to like, what, 11 children? I don't even know. I forget. (laughs) But knowing that our bodies were meant to do this and that I am not doing this alone just gives me so much closure. I know that I can lean in with my grandma, my mamá, mi hermana, mis tías, mis amigas, acquaintances even, even like the women that I meet at prenatal yoga. Like we all build this unique community of motherhood. It gives me closure to know that I am not alone in this process and I can lean in to all the people that have done this journey as well. So pregnancy, yes, even though it can be very intimate, it can feel oftentimes isolated. I encourage you to find someone who is currently pregnant as well. This can be a friend. This can be a family member. Again, this can be someone from yoga class, whoever. But it is very important to build comunidad. I know that I can lean in with all of these women who have experienced pregnancy or who are currently pregnant. That way we can share what we are thinking, what we are feeling. And that way it makes us a little bit more in tune with with our experiences. So with this last affirmation that I am not alone in this journey really can affirm that I'm not doing this alone, nor should I be alone in this. That was the third tip that I have for you. So if we recap this again, number one is prioritize on yourself. Number two, practice breathing. Number three, Give yourself affirmations. Do you have any other tips that you can help a mama or a mommy-to-be who is currently pregnant? Send me a DM on Instagram at Viva La Mami and I will collect all of the responses and I will make sure to share it in my stories during this week. I think it is very important for all of us to, again, build comunidad, build community together and that way, for those of you, including myself, who are pregnant, we don't get to do all of this alone. And it is also important that we truly embrace this journey of our pregnancy, that we really lean into the, this special moment. All we know is that this is where we're at. This is the current part of our lives where we're at with our baby. And it is very important to be a part of it as well. The same way as our baby is growing and developing each and every day, each and every second of this pregnancy, we should also be present and embrace every single part of it as well. I hope that this episode was helpful for you, especially for those of you who are first time mommies, or even if you are pregnant with your third or fourth, whatever, I hope that this is a reminder that we need to focus on ourselves, we need to prioritize on ourselves, we need to breathe, and we definitely need to give ourselves affirmations to trust the entire process. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Viva La Mami podcast. If you like this episode, make sure to leave a review and write what episode really resonated with you. If you really loved it, share it on social media or with an amiga. As always, please subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. Make sure to follow me at Viva La Mami on Instagram or visit VivaLaMami.com. Please note the information shared in this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be replaced by your healthcare provider nor taken as professional advice.